in Little China. This is the Energizer Bunny. Hello. This is Vanamond. This is Ditto. Greetings. And we are discussing Big Trouble in Little China. Yay. Um, <laughs> and then the deadly pause. <laughs> and then the deadly pause. <laughs> well, our job is done here. <laughs> yes. So, uh, where do well, we want to start? Yeah, where do, where do I want to start? Um, I mean, well, it's... Go ahead. I just see, it's not really one of... It's. I mean, I enjoy it for what it is, but it's not one of these movies I would take out. If it wasn't for the clues, I probably wouldn't watch it again unless it came across on the TV. Really? I'm not like a... I'm not a fantastic fan of it. It's it's canny. I, I prefer other John Carpenter films, but um, I mean it's, it's got some good bits about it. But um, um, it's not really a film I would take out normally. Just don't let Lo Pen hear that. <laughs> Especially you'll, since I've seen it in his house. You'll be sent to the Chinese hell of many bad movies. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but you have to admit, it stood up time better than our last one, which was um, Buckaroo Banzai. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely couldn't disagree with you there. Um, yeah, that's so true. It's, I mean, even the special effects stood up really. So I mean, um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 a it's a decent decent enough movie as far as I'm concerned. What about you, Ditto? Uh, I still find it a lot of fun. I saw it when it first came out in the theaters, and uh, I had a hoot, but. You know, it failed pretty miserably at the theaters, and I, I never paid too much attention to why or, or whatever, but I had some friends drag me there because I had never heard of it, and I, I, I like Kurt Russell, and it was kind of silly fun. You, you could tell it was a bit of a tribute to uh, kung fu movies, and I never really caught on that it was originally written as a western um, yeah I heard that yeah, and I only found that out recently I was going huh oh okay that makes more sense now but it seems like that it, it just came out at the wrong time and well, maybe it, it was a little aliens. yeah yeah <laughs> so the second one so of course as I was reading the Wikipedia entry and they said like they were frightened that it was going to clash with the Golden Child, but the Golden Child was a flop as well, wasn't it? So was that that Eddie Murphy movie? That was yeah. the Eddie Murphy movie. So yeah, I mean, and and that was a flop as well. So um, and it's well, it surprising how similar they are in some respects, you know, with that that Chinese mythology and or at least Asian sensibility. Yeah, I got that from the DVD commentary that day. John Carpenter thinks was something fishy about them both sort of coming up at the same time sort of thing <laughs> um, but, uh, but that's not atypical often movies will come out really close to each other with a similar theme so yeah mm. well I mean yeah with the Judge Dredd movie and uh, the raid wasn't it I mean there was some comment about that about the, the similarities in the plot mm-hmm. mm. but we're talking about Big Trouble in Little China well, we were just saying how, <laughs> why it had problems. Yeah, um, I don't for think, me, I don't... it has big trouble. Has okay. Now it's time for your awe moment. John and I, like our first date movie was um, Kurt Russell Stargate, 
And then we got into this big, this Kurt Russell thing. So we have the poster for Big Trouble in Little China. We have the, you know, Escape from New York stuff. And we had the, you know, because, so it kind of has a sentimental thing. So I would like it even if it didn't hold up, hold up as well. Oh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, never saw, I never saw the cinema, so. Well, we didn't see it in the theater because it came out before Stargate. It came out three or four years before Stargate. Mm. But we still, we have the poster and we had the video and we have the DVD now too. Do we have the Blu-ray? I don't remember. <sighs> but that's more it because we really mm. got into this Kurt Russell thing when John and I were mm. dating. Don't ask why. It's pretty weird when you think about it. But I don't know. I think people have, I don't know, it's just what, what happens at the time, isn't it? You know? Yes. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm a, I mean, I'm a Kurt Russell fan, and not, not so much his latest movies, but like, especially like the eighties ones. Um, and I think I missed, I missed these early Disney ones, but <laughs> like, um, you know, especially like Escape from New York and, um, uh, and at, well, at the main wasn't it Escape from New York? <laughs> uh, yeah. So sorry. Yeah, my, my memory's going on, but like, I love him in Escape from New York. Escape Even if he New is York, trying to, he was good in Stargate. I'm looking at his. Yeah, I, I wasn't that impressed with Stargate as the movie though. So. I oh, mean, the thing came out in the eighties. Yeah, sorry, the thing. That's the one I was forgetting. Yes, I, I liked him in the thing as well. I thought I thought he was good in that. Yes. Chinese have a lot of help. Well, I, I, I kind of uh, agree with what you're saying, Van. Um, I I've enjoyed a lot of his movies, and I've I've seen well. I wouldn't say all of them, but I've definitely seen the early Disney stuff and, um, you know, maybe not all of his most recent stuff. And it just seems that that at the time it came out, you know, people really thought action movies and action heroes had to be a certain way. And if you didn't do that, um, the movie kind of got punished you either got it or you didn't mm. and this was really playing against types because it's obvious that that uh jack isn't the hero that he's kind of a bumbling fool who he's who anti-hero yeah well no, and, i guess in escape new york he was not in this one yeah well in escape from new york it's it's the perfect you know badass guy who who you just he, he's the anti-hero and it's like um schwarzenegger you you drop him in someplace and he fixes everything maybe not the way you want him to but he fixes everything well i well, heard an interview with john carpenter that in big trouble he was actually meant to be the sidekick the main yeah, character and, was the oriental um wang chu who who had the the girlfriend the the penthouse um, centerfold girlfriend? Who mm-hmm. was, you know he was supposed to be the main character, and Kurt Russell was the sidekick. And that's the feeling I got. And if if you were thinking he was the hero, and and you insisted that he should be the hero, then this movie probably would have offended you because <laughs> oh you know our hero is is they're making fun of him. And I think the same attitude comes in play with uh, movies like The Last Action Hero and, and and so on. It's that, you know, your your heroes can't uh, 
they have to play to type, and if you're going past that, then um, it, it it really sets some people off. It's a shame because I mean, even Last Action Euro, I think Last Action Euro has got a load of. I just think it's wonderful in so many ways, really. Oh yeah, uh, be, I be, because he just really plays against on Schwarzenegger plays against his type, but it, 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 they did a really good job. It was a pity, like um, Big Trouble in China, that it wasn't more successful. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. Sorry, non sequitur. I just saw that Kurt Russell's also going to be in the new Fast and Furious movie coming out next year. Oh God! Really? No. <laughs> 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 Maybe he's replaced. No, that's a bad joke. Yeah. Is he, he was a bit too old. Is he going to be the dad or something then, or the granddad? Oh, I, I mean, he's, got, he's, no, he's I have getting to that. actually look at this. Oh. You kids, Vin, get off my street! <laughs> yeah, Vin Diesel's granddad or something. Because I mean, he is getting on a bit. Where is he? Um, they don't even say what character he's playing. He's just in oh. the list of casts. I mean, as I said, I mean, uh, it's it, uh, enjoyed just as what it is. I mean, it is fun in it because really. As you said, it's it's the Chinese characters that are the main, like the main. They're the ones, and he's just like bumbling along. In fact, I was yeah. thinking the day that he's almost like a sort of. It's almost like you know, a game in a sense where he's the weapon, which can only really be used until the last thing, and then he's the one that kills Low Low Pad. Apparently, yep. there's he's a absolute... Commodore 64 game based on it. There is a special version as well. Yep, um, it's not very good. <laughs> well, I didn't find it very good. But um, it's almost like you know that he, he's only good for one thing, and that's when he kills Lopan. But he's absolutely useless for the rest of the movie. But for that one, for that one, I, that one instant when he has to kill Lopan, that's when he's that's when he's effective. It's all in the reflexes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I have so, a separate question related to the movie. Mm-hmm. So the girls are kidnapped, and they're in these little cages and whatnot. Sorry, I'm going to be all over the place. How bad was Kim Cattrall to the other people that she was the only one they felt the need to hog tie to? <laughs> it was it was her her crazy dialogue that probably went. Oh my God, we have to get her to shut up. <laughs> then a gag would have worked on its own. <laughs> I, I I agree. It was it was a bit much hog tying her. Sorry, I interrupted. No, no. I, I think in some ways it's it's unfair just to say that uh, Jack Burton was only a sidekick. I mean, he does have that sidekick element, and he, he does end up killing Lopan. Um, the, the thing that struck me is that this movie is a bromance before we had the word bromance. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And and it's totally about you know the 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 two guys you know they shake the pillars of heaven, and <laughs> Kurt Russell isn't even interested in his love interest by the end of the movie. It's like eh, no bye. <laughs> yes. I, I was I like that line because obviously what you were expecting was him to get off with Kim Cattrall, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and but it was because I know I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bug her off now, you know. I don't blame him. I liked the other girl better, anyways. Yeah. Uh-huh. If, yeah, if you're gonna go straight by looks, well, also she was a little quieter too. Yeah, I, I don't. Know. I don't think I've. I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen her in a good film, to be honest. 
Who? Kim Cattrall? Or the Kim, Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen the other one in anything. I mean, that, no, I she didn't week. do anything beyond like I know she was a penthouse person, but if you look her up, she's only in like a couple of movies and that's it. Yeah. So um. So but uh, so really, I mean, okay. I think we're going to all say it's an enjoyable film. Yes, it's um, a good popcorn uh, movie. Yeah, and um, I mean, you know, you're not going to look for like anything deep in it or anything. It's, it's, I don't know, it's, it's a canny movie. Kim Cattrall was in Star Trek VI: The Undiscovered. Yeah, she was. Oh uh, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll give her that one because I did enjoy <laughs> that. I, d- I did enjoy that Star Trek film, so I'll give her that one. But really, it was for other people, not her, in the film. So. Oh, she was in the police, first Police Academy movie. She was. In oh the yeah. Police. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, Van? You don't like Sex in the City? Good lord. Yeah. <laughs> no. I don't like Sex in the City. <laughs> nope. Never. It's, uh, and this is a person who actually watched Desperate Housewives, so, um, no, I didn't watch Sex in the City. Mm. I don't mm. do chick things, period. So. Yeah, neither uh, does my wife. <laughs> and that makes us so much better, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I suppose we're, 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 I, went, oh I want God, to see that don't, don't talk to me about the Expendables Expendables 2 it killed the entire franchise for me <laughs> it's just like you know I thought the first one wasn't too bad even though they had sort of they had killed to save the island and they would wiped out most of the male population of the island but um, the second one was just uh, it was so tremendously awful and it, it just killed it I couldn't even I couldn't even get up the wheel to go and see Expendables 3 Anyway, big trouble. Back to big trouble in Little back China. To big trouble. We're, we're going in so many directions. <laughs> going off for tangents. Well, uh, I'm not helping either. Okay. I, I do love the movie, but in a way, I'm kind of sad that they decided to continue the story with the comic books because I thought the ending in the movie was perfect for for what it was, and now that it's like okay there's going to be more with with Jack Burton and I'm sure Lopan loves that bit uh, we know he's he's a fan of the comic books but it just seems such a fitting ending for him that the the big monster is coming after him and we fade to black mm. see we can't I, ha- I haven't been able to get the comic books up here I've tried um, well I can't get it through but my brain's not working. Amazon and Comixology on my iPad won't, won't do it here in Canada either. So I have no idea what they're like. Mm-hmm. I All I know is that they pick up exactly where the movie left off. And uh, that's about all I know. I, I saw the first few pages and it's like, huh, okay. Um, okay. And that's about <laughs> all I'm saying. Diamond with three and prayers. Well, Lopan seems to be pretty happy with them. It'd be interesting to hear his perspective on it. But yeah, I'm just a touch disappointed. Maybe uh, as the series continues, it'll get good. And, um, you know, uh, we could always try and make a comic book store run to pick you up the issues for when you go back to Canada, right? (laughs) Sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's just going. No, no, not really. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> now this really pisses me off to no end. But, um, yeah, the 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 girl, um, Mao, Mao Yin, 
was in one, two, three, four, five, was a whole six items, including an episode on the Cosby Show. Wow. She hit the big time on the Cosby Show. Well, she did one episode. But yeah, and, and she was the Penthouse Pet of the Month in January. 81, right. 1981. Yeah, okay. I had no idea about that until I, I did some googling on the movie today and it's like oh, <laughs> really? I bet Lo knows that of course so yeah yeah well I don't, okay then so how do you uh, I mean uh, well, I'm, I'm a bit stuck to what else to say about it really <laughs> because you know I mean it it was an 80s action movie the acting was like I don't know serviceable I suppose wasn't it I mean um well, there was sure a lot worse that came out in that time. So. Oh yeah, I mean, it's, don't get us wrong. I mean, it's, I wouldn't turn it over if I was if it was on when it came on watching it on the TV. Um, but I mean, I think as I said, among John Compton films, there's other ones I prefer much much more than this. Yeah. Even Dark Star, which is one of really effectively his first movie, I prefer to Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, what has John Carpenter done? He's still he's still working. Oh, oh yeah. Good for him. Yeah, one thing I I read was his experience with Hollywood with this movie just just was so horrible that he went <laughs> independent and and everything he's done since then is has been independently produced. Mm. So but I guess that's no surprise because you know, we all know. Common. Yeah. Hollywood seems to have that effect on. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I suppose. Does he? Do you not think he works better with a more limited budget? Well, this wasn't a limited budget. They said it cost twenty-five million to make. No, that's what I'm saying. So, like these other films, like even Halloween. I mean, um, I don't know. For me, I get the impression that he, he just seems to do his best films when he has a more limited budget. And he has to sort of, you know, uh, I just think that when he's big, block, he's big blockbusters. I mean, I suppose the thing was expensive to make as well. Um, um, yeah, I'm just trying to look it up here. But um, you know, I, I mean, Darkstar. I mean, Darkstar was like mostly a student film that they shot extra footage for. Yeah, well, it was. It was mostly a student. Yeah. So I mean, um, I don't know. I just, I just think for me, it seems to be better when he's had a more, he's got a more limited budget and he seems to do better films. Well, that's just me. It says here, how much did the thing cost? Uh, bah, 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 bah. Keep talking, I'll look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Keep talking. I don't know, do you have anything else you want to say on it, Ditto? Um, not really. I think I, I see what you're saying, and I think it just forces them to be a little more creative, and it had been years since I'd seen the film. I, I see it every once in a while. But, uh, Who's got the phone ringing? Yeah, that's that's my phone. There's a lot of stuff that goes on around here. Okay, I muted it. Well, but the thing was still fifteen million dollars. So, so it's it still cheap. And it almost lost money too. Mm -hmm. It only made twenty million to total. So. But I think he just likes to be very. Uh, um, quirky. Quirky, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was very impressed, like you said, how well it it stood the test of time. The, the only noticeable bad effect was was the orangutan 
a monster, which Dying was obviously a, suit. yeah, the, the, the rubber suit, which was like, you know, almost a, taken from a Doctor Who episode. And it's just like, okay, that's kind of goofy, but it works for the movie. And mm. it, it, the effects are actually surprisingly pretty good. And the fight sequences are good as well. I mean, I enjoyed right. the fight. The fight sequences are impressive. I, I was impressed with that, but you could tell that it was choreographed by martial artists because they're actually hitting each other and, and breaking stuff. And it's like, oh no, okay, you know, kind of like uh, Jackie Chan. I'm sure they had lots of injuries, but they were okay with it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's it's it, it. As you said, it's definitely stood the test of time. I can think of a, I can think of a lot worse movies from the eighties yes. than big than Big Trouble in Little China. And um, hard to imagine it's what twenty eight years old now. Oh God, I know. I just when when you're looking up that you know that yeah eighty six no it's twenty two no no come on it's two thousand and fourteen now yeah so nine yeah okay you're right it's twenty eight years old my brain's not working today. Really, I'm an accountant for a living. <laughs> you failed, you failed. Go on. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure she uses a calculator, so. I use a spreadsheet. Yeah. Well, it's a fancy form of calculator. <laughs> well, that's what it is, basically, isn't it? I mean. Yes, it is. It's just a giant calculator. I hope they never reboot this because it, it's fine the way it is. That there seems to be a tendency to reboot or or continue things and okay yeah we're getting the comic books but rebooting this would just be horrible if if anybody ever thought that I hope they don't do it according to um, Boom Studios has bought the the rights so maybe it's just for the comics I mean, I, I suppose also. Yeah, there is. There, there, They want to do a reboot of it. Oh God, to me. I mean, could they have got away with a Chinese lead for like a Hollywood movie in the eighties? Because well, in a sense, was he was he being subversive by having the the hero is is like really effectively a sidekick? I don't know about that because you know they had Bruce Lee before that, and we, I don't think that's quite the issue. Yeah, but I mean, Bruce Lee had problems. I mean. Yeah. Well. You know, he, and he didn't. Even with a Caucasian lead, it didn't do well. So I don't know if that's yeah. necessarily the problem. Because you know, I mean, the way like now where they're going on about like you know the the sort of faffing around trying to do a Wonder Woman movie, and they keep saying that it's not going to it's not going to sell it's not going to be popular enough. And you know, I just wonder if he was being a bit subversive by you know having the 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 hero is like a, the Caucasian hero as a as a bumbler. Yeah, I wonder if that's the same reason why we're not getting a Black Widow movie, even though the the character is extremely popular. And you just there are lots of little instances where um, non-Caucasian, non-male characters just don't seem to be allowed to to be the protagonist of of the big buster blockbuster movies and I don't know maybe you're right Van yeah, yeah I don't know. it doesn't say anything in here about that so I can't say 
because in a sense, I mean, even the 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 female characters, they they're really rather passive in this movie, even in this movie, aren't they? Yeah. I suppose that was that was the thing for the eighties anyway. But I mean, they are really, you know. No, that's but don't forget, this was originally supposed to be a western too, and your typical western is your male Caucasian, blah blah blah. Well, this is true. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it it might have worked better as a western. Well, Uh, that explains why Kim Cattrall was hogtied. She was supposed to be on train (laughs) tracks, going, "Save me, save me!" Exactly. Yeah. And Lil Pancho had a nice sort of massive (laughs) moustache. And twirling it when he was climbing out of the railway track. That's right. So, um, well, I don't think I have much else to say. It's an enjoyable movie. It's really, you know. I don't know, what, what have you got any final thoughts? I, I think it's a great cult classic that really deserves more praise than it gets. Uh, it's, a, it's a solid A plus B movie. Dan, <laughs> <laughs> your and- final thoughts? Um, yeah, it's 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 an enjoyable movie. Um, as I said, as I said before, I wouldn't turn it over if it came on TV. I just wouldn't sort of hunt it out. But it's an it's 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 a fun flick. And I have to agree with both of you. I think that it is a fun. It's a popcorn. Check your brain at the door type of movie. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, try to analyze uh, it. It doesn't work. The thing is, yeah, I mean, we've had this problem in the past when we talk about these things because a lot of times you just think, well, I enjoy it. And I don't have like some sort of psychological analysis on why I enjoy a particular <laughs> film, you know. Exactly. It's not it's not like daddy issues or mummy issues that I enjoy this film. So I mean, it's sometimes you just think, oh yeah, I enjoy it. And I don't know. I, I, I sometimes like, you can't be pretentious about these things. And I, and you know, if you enjoy a film, I don't care what it's about. You know, if you enjoy it, well, that's fair enough. And uh, and I said uh, it's a it's a film I enjoy. Yeah, it just seems to be a tendency nowadays to overanalyze everything, and. And compare things. Well, it's either art or it's entertainment, as if those are Maybe mutually exclusive. exclusive. And yeah. and yeah, this is silly and illogical, and that's part of the fun of it. You just sit back, relax, and like Jack Burton says, "What the hell?" It's just fun. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Then on that note, I will sign out. We really shook the pillars of heaven, didn't we? Yeah, because yeah. it's because it I think they got some like caramello or something where it's like chocolate with caramel inside. They used, they used to have a bunny rabbit as the icon over here on adverts. <laughs>